The schedule, the job, the kids. Take some time just for you. It's Sunday mornings with Dee Daniels on B101.5, powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of D.C.'s best hospitals that isn't in D.C. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital, here for you. And now, Dee Daniels. Good Sunday morning and welcome to the show, the show that is all about you and your life and your world. Every single Sunday, we have fantastic guests here on this show from the region, and I'm very excited about my guests this week. I cannot think of a better time to be talking about this beautiful and meaningful book that I have currently in my hands that is out right now. It is called Finding feelings and I'm honored to be chatting this week with the author of this book who we are proud to call a local from the DC area Jennifer Gafford welcome to the show Jennifer Hi, thank you so much, Dee. This is an honor to be here. This is such a wonderful book. I cannot wait to talk to you, you about it. I, I just, I appreciate you sending it to me ahead of time, and I've had a time, I've had a, a few minutes to pour over the book, and and I just love it. It's just a fantastic book. Thank you, thank you. So the book is out now from Mascot Books, which, by the way, is based in Herndon, and uh, I know this book is really geared for the three to seven year old group, so it's great for kids, but I have to tell you, Jennifer, I sat down earlier this morning with Mandy, our promotions director, and we had such a good time going through the book together and, and such a good talk afterwards oh. as we're going through the book. It's really it's great for parents. It's wonderful for teachers. It's sort of like a search and find show and tell book for feelings. Is that how you would describe it? It is. I, um, I, I, my catch line is it's a where's Waldo, but for feelings. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's such a great way to put it. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. That's that's exactly what it is. And and it's interesting because I get that feeling from the illustrations in the book too. And I want to talk about the illustrator here in just a few minutes yeah. as well. But this is the, tell me a little bit about you because this is your first big book and and I'm going to say it is not going to be your last big book because this is just this is an amazing book. How did this come Thank about you. for you? How did you get into doing this? Um, thanks. First of all, your compliments just mean so much. Um, yeah, this book, you know, a few years ago, I, um, I've always been, and I know Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers is, is the highlight of our, um, of Hollywood right now, but I've always been touched by his work. And I always, I remember him saying that his mother had told him, when there's a crisis, look for the helpers. Mm. And I was on a walk, and I just was thinking through kind of the state of our world, and I was feeling disheartened. And I remember that quote, look for the helpers. And I was thinking through, how can I teach children to be helpers? Now, that's not what this book does as its primary focus, but I started going on the rabbit hole of learning about emotional intelligence and learning about how do we teach children to be more compassionate and to be more self-aware and to see other people around them and to learn how to be helpers. And that's kind of where I decided to write this book called Finding Feelings. And um, it teaches children to identify feelings. And the hope and goal is that in doing so, children can then begin to look outside themselves and find feelings that other kids are experiencing. And with the ultimate idea of them being able to step up and and help out and have empathy and compassion so long story short mr rogers yet again strikes and he was such an inspiration to the beginnings of this book 
Yeah, I can see that. I can feel that. Um, I'm really glad that you've got that story because it, that sort of ties together you know, where you where you went with this and, and sort of the mm-hmm. origin of that. Now, where did this, how did this come about for you personally? I mean, mm-hmm. you, you've you been a teacher. So, the, I mean, I, have, I feel like yes. that also comes through. Thank you. Yes. I was a teacher in Fairfax County Schools. I taught at Mount Vernon High School. Um, then I did, a, I've been a stay-at-home mom. I've been in and out of, you know, working odd jobs. I started, I wanted to begin writing, so I began writing copy content. Um, but really, to rene- keep my teaching license active, I took a class in emotional intelligence, and I just couldn't get enough of learning about emotional intelligence. Um, I learned that our EQ, our emotional quotient, is often, according to research, a better predictor of our success and happiness in life than our IQ. And that was, I mean, that's such a relief in so many ways because um, your EQ, your emotional intelligence, can be taught and can be encouraged, um, whereas our IQ is somewhat stagnant. And so anyway, as a teacher, I really thought, how can I help children develop their EQ? How can we... How can I give another tool to teach, you know, fellow teachers for them to use in their classrooms to help children develop their emotional intelligence? So this book was just a product of my training as a teacher and honestly the gruesome years of raising toddlers. Huh. <laughs> oh, just just the emotional turmoil that a three year old can send, you know, a thirty something year old woman into. I learned more about emotions raising toddlers than I don't, than I think I ever have. So the book is a product of my training as a teacher, my passion for the classroom and for fellow teachers, and then just my experience as a mother too. So the book is called Finding Feelings, and the author is our guest this week on the Sunday show, Jennifer Gafford, and I hope you uh, you look this up because it is a fantastic book. Now, you mentioned that you have, you have kids. How many kids do you have, uh, and how old are they? I have three sons. They are currently uh, seven, eight, and nine. No, wow. no, they're not seven, eight, and ten. It's seven, eight, and ten. There. I was going to say you that was quick idea. fire. That was uh... <laughs> yeah. You get the idea. They're very close in age. They're my little, um, my stair steps. Yeah, no doubt, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I'm feeling a book coming on at some point uh, in your life called My Three Sons. I mean, that's just <laughs> going to be right. That's going to be fitting. I feel like I tell all. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. It, it really is um, such a, a great nod to your sons at the beginning of the book. I love how you've Thank made that you. dedication. You said to my sons, may you feel your big feelings, see those around you and love courageously. What a great intro to the book to really sort of kind of describe, you know, how how you can also as a parent, as a teacher, as a human, uh, whether you're an aunt or a cousin or whatever, uh, that, are, you know, it doesn't really matter the age group, how you can help navigate uh, not only your own feelings, but also, you know, kids around you, how you can help them navigate their feelings. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, with everything that our kids have been through, our parents have been through, our teachers have been through since especially even the pandemic started uh, Mm -hmm. last year. This is such an amazing tool in book form to really address feelings um, and and to really address it in a way where it makes it comfortable to talk about, you know? Thank you. Yes. 
I mean, I will say when I wrote this book, I didn't envision, um, you know, launching my first children's book during a pandemic. Yeah. And the irony is a lot of the, so I have a lot of scenes in this book that are familiar to children, soccer, field, classroom, uh, grocery store. And those scenes look so differently now yeah. for our children. But I will say that um, this book, I, despite, you know, showing children unmasked and um, no bottles of hand sanitizer in every corner, this children, this book is so important now because our we're having so many important conversations with our children, and um, I think discussing their feelings and how they are handling maybe stress or anxiety or or good feelings in their lives is more important now than ever. Yeah, it, it really is, and I feel like what a what a great uh, representation of you know what things were, how things were, how things looked for kids right mm-hmm. before the pandemic started, how they yeah. will look again. Um, they will. There's hope there. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Uh-huh. So it's it's really not one of those like, you know, oh my goodness, the world is doomed. Mm-hmm. These are our feelings in the doom. It's it's really about. Our feelings and our emotional, uh, you know, our emotional intelligence, uh, like you were talking about, that this is going to be kind of up and down and be fluid. And so to be able to talk about this is just so crazy important, especially, especially right now when I think kids are really sort of retreating. Adults are retreating. We're all sort of like, you know, going, going inside because Mm -hmm. we can't really be around a lot of people so it's mm-hmm. it's not just the kids it's also the adults and I think mm-hmm. this is a great way to get this you know conversation going from adult to child and vice versa I agree and I mean the joke is that we've all kind of forgotten how to socially interact right and um in the back of my book I have resource questions where after the child kind of goes through each scene and I they identify the character experiencing the emotion and the end is the answer key and i'd like to read you one of the and then so it's an answer key and follow-up questions to kind of help children synthesize what they've learned and for example there is a scene where a girl is brave and she makes a new friend and so in the back of the book i ask do you know anyone who could use a friend like you what could you say to them the next time you see them and so oh my gosh i'm like this this question this this is important for all of us to kind of think through, okay, as we head back into society, how can we focus on people around us and how can we again engage in, you know, in the harder social skills of making friends and being brave and entering a classroom, even when you're anxious. So hopefully this book can prepare us to get back to our normal lives again. Oh, I think it will. And I think that's such a a great thing. You're absolutely right. I mean, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you know, I was sitting here uh, with our promotions director, Mandy, and and we were having that exact discussion where (laughs) we were like, okay, you know, what could, as adults, what could we do in this situation? You know, you set up these great situations in the book where not only kids can sort of act that out and play that out in their heads but also adults can do that I mean that is so important for us to kind of play that out as well Jennifer Gafford is my guest she is the author of a fantastic book called Finding Feelings and Jennifer you originally are from Columbus Ohio I am go Bucks. so what I write so what brought (laughs) you what brought you to the DC area to Ashburn 
We have actually been back and forth from Ohio to we've um, 10 years ago when I was teaching, we lived in Delray, Alexandria, just such a fun community. And um, then back to Ohio, my husband's job has taken us back and forth. So I'm along for the ride. (laughs) I was going to say, you know, it really is funny how how life can take you back somewhere uh, Mm -hmm. when you've been there once. I mean, it's just it's it's pretty funny to see that journey take place. And um, Mm -hmm. this this is really just an amazing book. And I want to invite you to check it out as we're talking about it. It's called Finding Feelings and put your order in to make sure you get yours. Get one for a teacher friend of yours, for a parent friend of yours. I promise you will not regret it. We're going to take a quick break and come back with Jennifer and talk more about the book Finding Feelings up next after this break and a big thank you to our sponsor Mary Washington Healthcare. It's not only about what you lose, it's about what you gain. Weight loss is one of the most personal journeys you can take. At the Mary Washington Weight Loss Center, a better quality of life starts here. Our team of experts works with you to help determine the right steps towards successful weight loss with tools and skills to get you moving safely. Find activities you enjoy and teach you strategies to help improve your diet. For maximum nutrition, along with surgical weight loss and bariatric services, you can count on long-term support for continued weight loss and maintenance. Join our free surgical weight loss information sessions the first and third Friday of every month via video conference from noon to 1 p.m. Don't let your weight keep you from living life to the fullest. Learn more at practices.mwhc.com. Now back to Sunday Mornings with Dee Daniels on B101.5. Good Sunday morning. Welcome back to the show. I'm talking with author and teacher and mother and soccer chauffeur and all around great person, Jennifer Gafford, about her book, Finding Feelings. It is a fantastic book. Jennifer is from the uh, D.C. area. We were just talking about how you uh, you were actually from Ohio, came to Virginia, went back to Ohio, came back to Virginia. Is that kind of the mm-hmm. trek? <laughs> back and forth. Yep. Oh, nothing wrong with that. We have a lot of that that goes on in this area, yeah. you know? When we need our vitamin D, we come here. Oh, my gosh, right? Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. Well, uh, it's really a fantastic book. I hope you have a chance to uh, look it up as we're talking about it. It's called Finding Feelings. And I, I want to talk for a moment, Jennifer, about uh, the illustrations in the book. It, it's just beautiful. And I love it. It's so it matches everything that I feel when I when I look through it, it matches all of the feelings. And it, it really does have that where's Waldo for feelings uh, kind of mm-hmm. vibe to it. The illustrator, Terry Kelleher, uh, talk a little mm-hmm. bit about that. I, I really appreciate you bringing her up because I really try to mention her in any interviews I do. She is such a gifted artist and she came through, I I kind of gave very specific direction, even down to the type of medium I wanted. And she not only took my vision, but just, you can tell me this book, she ran with it. And she made this book inclusive and colorful and interesting and engaging and humorous. And I mean, Truly, she is to credit. I had this idea, but she brought it to life. And um, I just owe her so much. And I sent her messages. And I, I can't express my gratitude for her bringing this this baby idea I had into the world. And, um, yeah, and even 
I wanted this book to specifically convey not only being able to find a feeling, but I wanted those people to have body language that was Mm -hmm. very readable. And so, for example, um, on the page where we discuss embarrassment, um, the girl who's embarrassed, her, her physical body language, it's, just, it's not just in her face, but it's in her, the way she buckles her knees and pigeon toes her toes and her face is blushed. The artist just did an incredible job, not only giving me a beautiful scene that's diverse and inclusive, but also the body language is just dead on. She did an incredible job. Oh, no doubt. And it's such a talent to be able to do that. And uh, mm-hmm. it, it really, her talent does just uh, really shine in the book, mm-hmm. uh, Finding Feelings. So I hope that you uh, hope that you check it out because it is, it's beautiful in words, but also in pictures. And, mm-hmm. and you brought up body language. And that was actually the next thing I wanted to talk to you about. I think one of the biggest spotlights I see in this book is teaching kids how to recognize body language in other kids, but also mm-hmm. in themselves. And I feel like this is such an important time for kids to learn that uh, when, again, you know, a lot of us are sort of retreating and and going inside and and really not showing or talking as much. Talk a little bit about the body language lessons in this book, because I think it's just all throughout and it really does give you a chance to sort of see the other side. Like if you have always been kind of the or if your child has always been kind of um you know the the out front outspoken you know really confident child maybe they've never seen that child that is sort of you know shy and embarrassed and 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 -hmm. maybe having trouble showing their feelings this gives them a chance to really see that in a safe way it does i you describe that so well i would say using the word safe, that's such a good word to describe this book because children are able to engage with difficult emotions and happy ones. This isn't all about difficult emotions, but nerves, nervousness, embarrassment, but they're able to do so kind of in a safe way where they're removed and they're watching someone else experience anxiety or nerve. I I call it nervousness, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, the body language, I, I do agree. And I do think you know, we all run the gamut on how emotionally aware we are and how situationally aware we are. We have some kids on one end who are just totally oblivious and then kids on the other end who are extremely fine-tuned to finding um, emotions in others. And so, yeah, this book is for everyone. It's for everyone on this giant, you know, spectrum of, of being able to understand and read body language. Um, and I do love it. I have, there are some kids that are very peaceful being alone and there are some kids who are always leaning up against another kid. There's a scene in a classroom where there's these uh, two boys just sitting kind of leaning up against each other, reading books. And that comfort is just such a sweet thing to see. But in the back is a little girl who's having a really hard time entering the classroom and her body language is just totally depicting her nervousness. So anyway, that's a great question. Long story short, this is a safe place for kids to try to pick out how other people are feeling. And it's not just the one character that the book calls on you to find, but these pictures are full of emotions. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, you can Mm -hmm. you can pick the one. I mean, you can answer the question that's on a particular Mm -hmm. page and then you can also talk about all of the other emotions going on on the same page. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's just beautiful. And and in particular, um, and I don't want to give too much away in the book, but I wanted to read one particular uh, page that sort of stood out to me. Um, And this one is really highlighting feelings of overwhelm and also of, of a little bit of embarrassment from what I see and a little bit of fear going on. And it says, at the end of the day, my school bus is loud and I feel overwhelmed and cranky. I don't know what to do, so I push on my ears really hard can you find me and and if you look all in the sort of the forefront of the kids that are in the in the picture on the on the bus you might not spot this this young Mm -hmm. lady who is in the back pushing on her ears and then all of a Mm -hmm. sudden you you see her and it sort of shows us all I think and shows kids especially sometimes the one who is feeling the most overwhelmed or the most uh fear in a particular situation might be way in the background and you really have to kind of take a moment to find that yeah and it is it gives kids a chance to kind of process something that they might find a lot of fun, a loud, noisy bus with airplanes, you know, paper airplanes going by. It might give them a chance to see, actually, this could be difficult for someone else. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But it, it gives kids a chance to see scenes that they're familiar with, but from a different perspective. Absolutely. And and I want to point out too, uh, Jennifer, that you have, I found you on uh, Instagram and you have a fabulous Instagram account um, where you, where you really kind of tie the book into so many of your, so many of your posts and you sort of show people how they can use this as a tool. If you want to follow Jennifer on Instagram, it's at by Jennifer Gafford uh, on Instagram. So that's a uh, really great way to do it. But I love the, 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 the post that you've made um, over over the over the last couple of weeks, just really highlighting how this can be used as a tool. I'm sure you've, especially as a teacher uh, yourself, I'm sure you've heard from other teachers who are using this and will be using this uh, when they get back in the mm-hmm. classroom. I that has been. There's a few things that kind of make publishing a book real, and um, one of them is being you know finding your book at the library. That makes it feel real. But I've been getting pictures from teachers sending, you know, the head show you the top of their students' heads using the book. Um, also, foster care, social workers, clinical counselors, um, and it it makes it feel real. The book is actually out there; it's a real thing, and kids are actually using it. It's kind of mind blowing to see actual students using my actual book in a classroom. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's such a gift. Oh, that, yeah, that's just amazing to see that. And and speaking mm-hmm. of, let's tell everybody where they can find the book. Amazon's Thank probably you. the easiest way, right? It is. The book is listed through um, all wherever books are sold: um, Walmart, Target, Barnes and Noble, Bookshop, Indiebound. However, um, we're going through books quickly, and so Amazon seems to be the one that is keeping up with orders. Um, the best. So their listing is up and we're doing another print run. So Amazon is probably the easiest place to find my book right now. Well, and it's a it's a great uh, it's a great gift. It's a great thing, like I said, to give a parent, to give a teacher, um, uh, you know, to read with kids. If you have kids in your life, it, it really is a great book to to really bring about a conversation that is so important, especially right now. In the back of the book, you were talking about some of these questions. How did you mm-hmm. how did you come up with this is sort of like a after the book, you can use this, but you don't have to do it all at once. You can 
can go back to it. How did you come up with this form in the back of the book? I Yes, thank you. Well, I wanted to have a little answer key, and there's so much more that can be said. And my goal of this book is for it to be fun. That's the, the ultimate goal is for a kid to have fun looking through it and want to pick it up and read it again and again. That being said, I am a teacher, and so I did want to add in a resource um, for parents to engage with their children and help them kind of process the book. And so I have a series of questions going through each page, and it would be very overwhelming to do all of these questions at the end of a book with a toddler. Right. But these, so like you said, I, I like what you said about kind of picking and choosing, but I do have a series of questions relating to each page that a parent could ask their child. And so far, I've gotten a lot of great feedback on these questions that parents are really enjoying hearing what their kids have to say. So, yeah, and um, I know teachers have used them in their classrooms for writing assignments and um, counselors. So I think that these questions, I'm glad I added them in. I think it really kind of helps finish out the book and, and help children kind of synthesize what they've learned. Oh, no doubt about it. And I feel like, you know, it's even uh, if you just pick one question, you know, and, and you mm -hmm. really can have a, a full on conversation, you know, just about one question, which I think is mm -hmm. so useful, um, not only, you know, for teachers, but also for parents who are teaching at home right now. <laughs> I know. Yes, it's true. And I will say um, this book it, it's not all difficult or negative feelings. We, we talk about embarrassment. We talk about anger. But we also talk about peacefulness. Mm -hmm. We talk about um, being brave. And so at the end of the book, we do have questions that prompt a child to kind of think through, when were you frustrated? Or have you been angry like that as well? But also we have questions that highlight kind of more positive feelings, like do you enjoy being alone? When do you feel peaceful? What are your favorite things to do on a playground? When have you been proud of yourself? So it's definitely a nice balance between asking a child to kind of engage in more difficult feelings and then giving, giving them a chance to shine about more positive ones. Absolutely. I thought we'd give everyone a good example here because I can't, Great. I can't let you go without turning Great. the table around to you uh, <laughs> for a moment, because I mean, you uh -huh. wrote this fabulous book and you came up with Thank these you. fantastic <laughs> questions, but I'm going to turn one of the questions over mm. to you and see how you would answer this question. Um, because this is, this is such a great topic for kids. And I think such a great open-ended, uh, question to ask kids so that they can have this conversation. So I'm going to ask you, Jennifer Gafford, what sure. do you enjoy creating? This is one of the questions in the Aww. back of the book. What do you, Jennifer Gafford, enjoy creating? I love that question. So I'm going to give you my my deep, deepest, um, my deep, deep, deepest secret is that I love writing poetry. Oh. I know. It's embarrassing to say I'm a poet. I'm not there yet. But I do like, I mean, I love writing poetry, and I've been doing it since I was a teenager. And, oh, it's cringeworthy, but I still <laughs> like it. <laughs> well, that's what matters is that it brings you joy. It does, yeah. You'll never see them published, that's for sure. But <laughs> it does bring me joy. Uh, well, that is all that matters. What a great answer. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. Now, now the world knows. Exactly. 
<laughs> I love that. And and to to share, I will give you my answer to that question that I wrote Thank down. Thank you. I would love to hear that. Uh, so what do I enjoy creating? I actually, in uh, any time that I can, I enjoy picking up a musical instrument that I've never played before and seeing what I can do with it without being taught. I, you know, just, uh-huh. just playing around with it, being creative with it, coming up with something, making some sort of music that feels good to me and using that as a uh, wow. kind of kind of an outlet to, you know, mm-hmm. release a little stress or put a smile on my face when I didn't have one on before, you know, that so sort of thing. So what's your favorite instrument? You oh, wow. The piano. Uh, I love the piano. I love just, uh-huh. to, just to kind of pick around at the piano and see what kind of tunes mm-hmm. I can come up with. I also love the uh, acoustic guitar and you know try to play a little bit of that and uh and i love the drums anything percussion that can make a little noise Uh uh-huh wow that's great that's i mean that's a talent to be able to pick up an instrument i played oboe for three years in middle school and um i never really got past the duck sound oh wow (laughs) uh, that is not my hobby i am not attempting to pick up any more instruments (laughs) Well, I have to say that's one I've never picked up. So now you make me want to try that. So there you go. Go find one. (laughs) I will. I absolutely will. And and maybe try my hand at some poetry uh, this weekend. So yeah. Well, this has been fantastic. Jennifer, I appreciate you you. sharing this book, not only with me, but also with the world. I feel like it is an an important book. uh, And it and it covers so many important things. And it really does open up a conversation that I feel like now more than ever, is a, a an urgent and important conversation to be had. Having, uh, with our kids and with each other. The book is called Finding Feelings and Jennifer Gafford is the author. Find her on Instagram. Find the book on Amazon and give it to everyone you know because you will not regret that and they will they will definitely thank you for it. Jennifer, thank you so much. We appreciate you, you taking some time to be on the show. I can't tell you enough how overwhelming and I'm so grateful for this time. So thank you. Thank you. Your emails are always welcome. If you have questions or comments about today's show or an idea for a future program, email D, that's D-E-E, at B1015.com. Sunday Mornings with D is powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of D.C.'s best hospitals that isn't in D.C. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital, here for you. The thoughts, comments, statements, and opinions of the host and guest are their own, and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting, B101.5, or Station Management. Thanks for listening to Sunday Mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5. It's not only about what you lose, it's about what you gain. Weight loss is one of the most personal journeys you can take. At the Mary Washington Weight Loss Center, a better quality of life starts here. Our team of experts works with you to help determine the right steps towards successful weight loss with tools and skills to get you moving safely. Find activities you enjoy and teach you strategies to help improve your diet. For maximum nutrition, along with surgical weight loss and bariatric services, you can count on long-term support for continued weight loss and maintenance. Join our free surgical weight loss information sessions the first and third Friday of every month via video conference from noon to 1 p.m. Don't let your weight keep you from living life to the fullest. Learn more at practices.mwhc.com.